0: Welcome to the Sportology Institute training series, What Do You Watch For? What do you watch for when you watch the Olympic Games? Do you use it as an opportunity to really grow and teach yourself something about yourself? You know, it's one of the best times and the best places to do it. And here at the Sportology Institute, this is what we do with our students and those that are watching online and training online, is to watch and pay attention to how it affects you, how it affects your children, how it affects those you coach. My parents did not have a TV until after I had been in the 11th Olympic Winter Games, but prior to the 10th Olympic Winter Games in Grenoble, France, a program was shown on national television about the Canadian Alpine ski team training in Nelson, B.C., and I was invited to one of my coach's homes to watch it. This was a whole new world to me. I hadn't been exposed to TV except very little moments and times. But to this day, I remember the impact it had on my thinking, my planning, and the emotions it stirred inside me as I thought about the 11th Olympic Winter Games in Sapporo, Japan. I wanted to be in them, and this inspired me even more. It sped up everything for me, and I realized I only had four years to be ready. I'm Jungle Jim Hunter, and you're listening to 831 Living Your Best Life Podcast, where we inspire participation, communicate precision, and empower performers to podium. And we hope you'll tell your friends, those you work with, your relatives to go to their favorite podcast provider or junglejimhunter.com or YouTube and subscribe and download it. Click on like. If it one of these podcasts really affects you, download it and listen to it again and rate and review it. Give us something of your support and become an 831 or somebody that inspire somebody else to live their best life, because this inspired you to live your best life. Well, it's already day six of the 32nd Olympic Games in Tokyo and 26 days to the 16th Paralympic Games. And I hope you're watching and are cheering, even though it seems like they're 12,000 kilometers away. Well, they actually are, but cheer them anyway. The program that I had the privilege of being able to watch was about the Canadian Alpine Ski Team and their training center in Nelson, B.C., in Western Canada, and the ski training on Kokanee Glacier, just northeast of Nelson. At first, it was about Notre Dame School and being the first accredited sports school with university students with scholarships for athletes that were on our national ski and hockey teams. Then it showed our best skiing on the glacier of Cocony, and because I had been there for three years in the summertime training, I recognized the camp, the mountains, and the national team, and the coaches. I knew these athletes, I knew these people, and I was watching them at eight in the same dining tent they did and listened to them tell stories of the Olympic Games, the World Championships, the Lobberhorn in Wengen, and the Hanukam in Kitzbühel on the World Cup circuit. It seemed real and reachable all of a sudden, listening to them on this side of the glacier and possibly now watching this happen for me on TV at some point in the future. The last part of the show was about the athletes that had the best chance of winning a medal at the 10th Olympic Winter Games in Grenoble in February of 1968. The men were featured and they talked about Peter Duncan, Rod Hebron, Scott and Wayne Henderson, and Keith Shepard. These men seemed like mountainous mountain men, and yet seeing them on TV made it closer than ever to happening. Then Nancy Green was featured along with the women's team. I watched her training with the men's team and doing the same thing they were doing. She had won the first World Cup title, and she was doing bench steps with weights on her shoulders that seemed to be the same as the men. She was doing bench hops as fast, if not faster, than the men were doing them. Something about the image of her determination and the commitment she demonstrated gripped me in the moment. And up to that point, I thought I was working hard. But something in those shots told me I had to pick it up even more. When you're watching the Olympic Games, you will see things that will inspire you. They will move you. They will affect you emotionally note those emotions. When those moments happen, take note of them. If you know athletes or have athletes in your family and they're watching or they aren't watching, get them to watch and notice what they pay attention to. Notice which person or which sport they take an interest in. Take note of what they say. When the coach took me home that night after watching the program, he asked me what I thought. I was so inspired so much that I asked him to stop the car and let me off. And I was going to run the rest of the way home. He followed behind me to make sure that I made it. And I told him I was going to be in the Olympics. It changed me. It gripped me and told me I had to do more. I started collecting quotes and words and songs that inspired me and wrote them on pieces of cardboard and asked my parents if I could put them up in the area where I worked out. At that time, we had a small house with a living room that served as my workout weightlifting space and had them stuck on the walls of my mom's and dad's house. Watch what your athletes watch and pay attention. Why does this matter? The image is sound, and the performance of an athlete connects with the watcher in such a way that in that moment, they can be inspired to pick something they think is possible for them to do. I had been inspired to be a racer by a coach and what he said to me and my dad, and it was enough to inspire my father and mother to move me close enough to the mountains that I could start. This film, however, moved me to a level of intense action, training on the farm, skiing with the national team on the glacier, eating the same food they did, and then sitting in the same space that they sat in. Well, it was like I was part of the team, and then I sat there watching it on TV, and the connection to me being on that TV someday, winning a medal, well, it just seemed possible now. This can happen to your athletes if you are a coach. Have them watch the games and make notes in their journal as to what interests them, what inspires them, what affects them, what it speaks to in them. My focus on what it took only increased, and my parents fed into that interest. I have all the Nancy Green books and magazines and articles and ski articles about her and magazines that were written about her, and I read them over and over. Each drew me closer to wanting to be in the same places she had skied in and where those Maple leaves had gone. I wanted those Maple leaves. On my sweater, I wanted to be inspired to ski for Canada. When I watched other athletes get their sweaters, it brought out an intensity in me that I know I had to go after. There is little patriotism in our world today because of the speculation about what we're doing and what's really happening. But when the games happen, we become passionate patriots. Young athletes can set their direction by the influences of an Olympian they watch on TV. How do we know that what we watch has an influence in the direction and performance of young athletes' lives? I took pictures of the best when I was a kid with a little brownie Instamatic to learn how to be better. I got a better camera and a high-speed motor-driven camera, and I took pictures, and then I traded that in for a Super 8 movie camera shooting in high-speed slow motion so I could see every move. Videotape came along in the mid-70s, and today no athlete works on a daily basis without a digital imagery component to find the slightest improvement to make. We use hours of time of imagery to improve. When the best of the best of the best are right there on TV and your athlete has those kinds of desires, it is an opportunity of a lifetime. List what attracts their interest and your attention, and then get to work. My quote for the day, leaving no stone unturned is half the work. The rest is picking it up and getting it across the finish line. Thank you for listening, and I hope you will have grown and will be living your best life as you watch the Olympic Games.